0: This is your first fish. I got one! Father's Day, a day to say thanks to the most important guy in the world. This year, get him what he really wants at Cabela's Father's Day Sale. Get 20% off Cabela's Reels and Fly Reels, 25% off Sig Sauer Elite Performance Ammunition, and earn $25 in Cabela's bucks when you spend $150 or more in-store. Come to Cabela's Father's Day Sale in-store and online at cabelas.com.
1: Blog Talk Radio. Protection while we sleep. We pray for healing. Yet love is way too much to give us lesser things Cause what if your blessings come to raindrops We pray for wisdom, your voice to you hear. And we cry in anger when we cannot feel you near. We doubt your goodness, we doubt your love. As if fear
2: And welcome back to Keeping It Real with Cindy It's great to see you guys here Um, I have a really special guest tonight But before I go into that I wanted to thank you all for praying for my friend Tim Which I've brought up almost every week Um, He's now off of the respirator They took him off And they actually capped his um, trach today So he's talking, he's eating, he's doing all of that kind of thing So, thank you for the prayers. Um, And tonight we have Corrine. I'm sorry. I'm looking at my screen. Sorry about that, guys. We have Renee. I'm looking at my screen, and I saw your name come up there, Corrine. But, yeah, tonight we have, and you know what? It's called Keeping It Real with Cindy, and, of course, I had to trip over my own tongue at the beginning of the show. Um, Anyway, Renee is a gifted psychic medium and spiritual advisors whose gifts um, were discovered at a very young age. She has developed these gifts into professional practice for over 20 years with clients throughout the United States and the globe. Um, During a reading, Renee connects with your energy and higher self to deliver a reading that spiritually will touch you in many ways. She also connects with loved ones that have crossed over for messages of love and healing. Renee provides knowledge and compassion to each individual circumstance. She not only gives you information, but allows you to see all the possible ways you can connect, you can direct. Uh, wait a minute, here I go again, guys. Keeping it real with Cindy. Um, anyway, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna tell you where to find Renee. She's at Psychic Medium Renee Richards. And her bio is on there. The one thing that I love, love, love about her bio is Renee thinks of herself as a working person psychic medium. She's a wife, a mother, a friend, a sister. The only difference is she can see the other side. I think that's like my favorite part of her entire bio um, is that last sentence. It kind of brings it home in a real sort of way. You know, unlike so many, there's she's so... um, You know, she's just humble. And so with that, I'm going to bring her online since I already screwed up twice. Are you there, Renee? (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I am. And, you know, it's called Keeping It Real with Cindy for a Reason. I'm kind of, Wayne was talking to me because he's got a bunch of stuff going on in the background. (laughs) So I'm looking (laughs) at the screen and I'm like, okay, let's see how many times I can trip over my own tongue inside of the first five minutes of the show.
3: (laughs) <laughs> it just means you're human. <laughs>
2: exactly.
3: We all do it all the time. Uh,
2: <laughs> I know. It's cute. Yeah, it's like, you know, everybody that comes here regularly knows I do it all the time. I mean, um, <laughs> it's, it is what it is. But Wayne, my wonderful, awesome, or as he calls himself, badass producer in the background is um, taking down everybody's names because Renee, you know, I think a lot of people were confused. We're not doing on-air readings tonight. Renee and I are just going to have a chat, and you're going to all have to sit through it. But <laughs> what, we, what we are, what she is doing, she's been so generous because of her loving nature to offer up um, two 30-minute private readings for two of our listeners. So my husband's in the background writing down all of your names. Um, If you're in the chat room as a guest, we cannot write your name down. So you have some time to go out, do a really quick um, free blog talk account, and come back with a real name so that we can write it down and you can be put in for the drawing of the two readings. Um, I'll just bring up now, too, that after the show, we're gonna, you know, do this really technical thing, which is put all of the names into a hat, and my husband's gonna draw two, and then um, we're gonna post that in two different places. One being on my radio show wall, website or uh, Facebook wall, um, which is Keeping It Real with Cindy Radio on Facebook, and also on Renee's page. So you don't have to join the radio show page if you don't want to. You can go over to Renee's page and see if your name was one that was drawn. And
3: anybody and, that knows me um, knows
2: it's really fair. Okay, go ahead, Renee.
3: And I wanted to let them know that um, when they the ones that win, they can just go to my website, and I put on there winners from Keeping It Real with Cindy. <laughs> so... You would go uh, to my website and there's a pop-up and you would just hit schedule and then it says free 30-minute reading, winners only, and pick your day and time and it's really simple because it's so hard to get a hold of me sometimes and um, that'll work. Then they can go ahead and schedule. uh, And Fridays I have late um, evening appointments so they can, there's uh, something for, you know, to work it out well, so. Yeah. It's all set up. For and there, winners, is
2: winners, so, winners yeah, so generous of you to do that too. I'm telling you, it's oh, um, I love you, doing it.
3: It's so fun. It's
2: exciting. You just
3: it's completely
2: fun. surprised me when you when you sent that to me. I was like, oh my gosh, people are going to be so excited. That doesn't happen very often. <laughs> and so, and I got to tell you, she's she's one That's of the best wonderful. People. Thank yeah. you. And, So, yeah, it's like you're going to have to um, just, you know, hold on to your lucky whatever it is that you have so that you can be the winner. But, of course, Wayne and I are not going to be in that drawing. So no worries. (laughs) (laughs) And, you know, there's people in the chat room, by the way. I want to thank Diane and Cheryl for helping me write names down so that we can verify we got everybody. Thank you very much for that. And, yes, Just because you're helping in the background doesn't mean you can't um, enter to win one of those readings. And so we'll see. But you and I spent quite some time talking on the phone, and I think we just completely resonated with each other because we're so alike. And that's the sense of of healing and um, learning how to get past, um, you know, troubled lives, which I think everybody has, and, you know, how do you get past that sort of thing, but I'm going to let you, what is it you want to talk about tonight?
3: Well, um, I was thinking about, like, empowerment, um, because that really is the basis of all my teaching, my mentoring, and um, my Teaching Tuesday show, and all that is about self-empowerment, but also um, in that empowerment is spiritual empowerment and um, how important it is um, to feel your own empowerment. And I found it really interesting because um, somebody who is very close to me um, just this week came to me um, going through a very abusive relationship and um, is trying now to plan to get out of it and completely has lost herself in it. And um, it really brought that home again about, you know, when when we are feeling powerless and how how do you find that power again. And then for me it was how do I find spiritual empowerment Because when Mm -hmm. you're disempowered, you think that you're not good enough for anything. You're not, uh, how could God love you? You're so terrible, you know. So it's Mm -hmm. finding that empowerment and that self-love and forgiveness that brings you to this place of power. And then when you have, when you finally do find your power, that you don't go so far over the line the other way where like you use it like a gun and you're going
1: <laughs> to shoot yeah.
3: everybody up or, you know, where it's a balance and how to find mm-hmm. that balance of forgiveness and love for others and yourself that sets you free to, to yeah, really live it. your life. Yeah, we
2: That's completely agree. And, um, yeah, I think it's it seems so hard um, to sometimes get yourself out of that place that you just talked about you know, when you're struggling with a relationship or um, with whatever it is. But, you know, we're not here for that long. And we need to remember that if we're not happy, there's probably no one around us that's happy. And and we have to put, sometimes we have to put ourselves first, but in that balanced
3: sort of way, like you just described. Right. Right, you can't, um, you know, and, and a lot of people, um, like the one I was describing, and it, it's just happened, so it's so fresh to me, is that it brought back a lot of feelings and emotions about myself and, and reflections, but um, it, it's like someone else is pulling the strings, you know, for her. And, and she's like a puppet, and she doesn't want to rock the boat. She wants everybody to be happy. And, um, and then if I do take back my own power and, and look at myself, am I then being egotistical? Am I just all about me? And uh, it, it's that fine line because it can go too far the other way, but um, I think that if anybody is feeling powerless, or, and with that comes you know depression and and all the other things that go along with it um and anger um i experienced mm-hmm. that i expe- experienced a lot of anger <laughs> um yeah. but <laughs> but it, I learned from it. But it's it's hard to come. Sometimes it's hard to find that way back without then feeling, oh, now I'm just serving myself and nobody else. Forget everybody else. And you can't. You have to encompass everyone also. So it's can be quite a challenge, you know.
2: It can be. I know. It's um, and somebody in the chat room you probably saw just said it's so hard to get out of a bad relationship. And it can be, but, you know, you pretty much have a couple of choices, which is either you're going to stay where you are, and if you're miserable, you know, that's probably not the best choice, or you're going to see if the person that you're having the struggles with is willing to work with you to fix it, or you're going to have to find a way out. And that's not selfishness, I don't think
3: no not at all and you know a lot of uh people and it's men and women um they seem to have lost almost everything um like uh they have no credit they have no credit cards they have no checking account they have no money you know everything's controlled and and then here they are and and they finally are making this decision, so they have to start all the way from scratch uh nothing nothingness you know and it's it, even though um and and believe it or not, I mean, I do a lot of readings with uh people that are going through that, and they're asking, you know, can this relationship be fixed um what can i do and and of course, I never say. Oh, leave that, dirty bastard. <laughs> I never say anything like that. I, I wouldn't say that. But, I mean, part of me, there is a part of me that says, yeah, leave now. What the hell's the matter with you? But I, I would never say that. I always give options to look at it. And, of course, I do think you have to try to repair it if you can, if there's anything left to repair. But if you are so beaten down to where you don't even – you look in the mirror and you don't even know who that person is anymore. It's just a big blob of emotion because everything's been sucked out of you. Um, mm-hmm. You know, it's time to do something. And then mm-hmm. it's step by step. It's hour by hour. And and to this day, I have my passport. I have make sure my driver's license, my Social Security card, everything that I always, if anything ever, you know, uh, It's been 21 years. I mean, I don't know when it's going to happen, you know. (laughs) But that's just that inside me where I always keep everything ready to go if something, like, should fall apart. And then that way, for me, it's like a security blanket for some reason, that I will never Mm -hmm. let that ever happen again where I go down that far where I would um, give up all my personal power. Now I'm like a a lion roaring, and so um, it's pretty much like my, my husband will tell me, whoa, 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 you know, it's okay. You know, we're just talking yeah. here.
1: <laughs> but um, and, <laughs> you know, and, and that's
3: in, in many parts of life. I mean, um, sexual abuse as a child, abuse of parents, you know, mm-hmm. on and on. So it can be any of those situations that and you're I faced agree. with.
2: And I and one of the people in the chat room just asked the question, what about when you're a little girl and you're in an abusive sexual thing with your brother when he is 15 and you are only 5? Well, I'm going to tell you, okay, he's only 15, but he knew better. And the taking the blame away from yourself and knowing that it was never really about you, um, and we talked about that a little bit, Renee, on the phone, it, right. You know, I was I was also um sexually abused as a child from the time I was 4. And once I figured out, you know, it was never really about me. It was about them and and their sickness, I guess you could say. For a 15-year-old, it was probably about hormones and no boundaries. But at the same time, it was never really about you it was about what he wanted and so right. you know understanding that it wasn't um if it wasn't for you being there it would have been someone else
1: right. and
2: sometimes, yeah. sometimes you have to wonder if if it didn't happen to us because we could cope with it where maybe the someone else might not have been able to cope
3: with it but you know yeah it's not it doesn't make you, you yeah you know. it makes you wonder doesn't it um, why mm-hmm. and and you know if you were to take um, a poll and I really think somebody needs to do a study about this with um, spiritual people, a lot of spiritual people um, and, and especially uh, psychic mediums um, or, or even empaths or any kind of person that is dealing with people in a reading capacity or even not just like what you're doing there is all there seems to be a high number of abuse or tragic childhoods things like that um you know mm-hmm. that happen and so it it does make uh, take make notice and you want to set off to the side and say why why is this happening you know why why do you see that over and over and over and i think a lot of it um in some way Um, is that it helps you to relate to other people. The more experience you go through, um, you can have compassion and understanding, but yet also offer the courage and the strength that you had to gain in those steps and how it took, you know, like you as an instance and myself, through the maze of emotional. Mine I, mine was mainly emotional and verbal abuse. And then when I was um, probably 13 or 14, I, I was raped. And so um, dealing with all that, and then going to um, my parents and then saying, you know, um, this happened, and then them turning to me and saying, well, you did something. Yeah.
2: It all they you know, always want to blame yeah. and I I um kind of feel like that's part of the abuse is the I mean, let's face it, even in an a grown-up type of situation, um the abuser wants you to believe that it was your fault. And so, right. you know, that's part of the abuse in my mind. And you have to understand. And I was a lucky one because even as a child, I in my head would say, "You're wrong," and I'm going to prove it. So I had that tenacity. If you know what I'm saying, it's like yeah, I did and, too. I was spunky. Yeah. <laughs> and so, and and the person in the chat room again, she said that she told her sisters, and now they won't talk to her. And you know that can change on a dime. Um, it, you know, it was hard for them to hear. I'm sure too whether they believe you or not makes no difference you know the truth he knows the truth you have to let them absorb it and find their own way of healing and getting past um there it's it's and again here you know, it just didn't happen to you now you've told and it's happened to them too in a sense they're feeling mm-hmm. um you know they're feeling pain um and they don't know how to cope with it either so give them some time um, might take a little bit of time for them to get there, but um, I also had another person in the chat room, which I have to address, and I'm going to let you too, Renee. How would you give options when you know there are no options? Well, I have to say, first and foremost, there are always options. And whether you see them or not is one thing, but there are always options. And so, you know, it's um, it's like looking a little deeper into it what do you say to that Renee
3: I say the same thing there are always options always now um, if you're talking about um, an abusive relationship um, there there's always there's women groups that can help church groups that will help you get out um, and I know like with my uh, uh, the friend last week, it was all about I'm staying while the children are young, and that was a choice she made. But as that was happening, then the children were seeing the abuse also. So sometimes it's not so great to stay for the children. That, I remember that from like the 60s, you know, where women would stay for the children. But it's all a personal choice. There are there's so much help out there nowadays. For women who want, or men, it doesn't. It's, this isn't just a woman thing that want to leave and get help. And I know the state of mind that some people are in when it's happening. They can't. You cannot see it. You can't see that there's help out there. And sometimes just hearing about it, like us talking about it, can inspire somebody to say, "Well, maybe I could do something." because you can yeah. you can change your life you can you can uh, move away from this and no it's not easy it, it takes a lot and like I I was telling my friend it's it's every hour you made it through the hour what can I do today to help get me out in a week or tomorrow or two days and mm-hmm. um, the I hear a lot of things, well, what about my things? What about my animals? What about my clothes? What about this? I said, it doesn't matter. What matters is getting out. And so um, I know that it's hard and and starting all over, but you would then have that self-worth and that empowerment of guiding your own life and walking in your own power. And the first step, really makes such a difference. I know that um when that happened to me and I uh was raped and I told my, my it was my mother and my stepfather. Um uh, my dad um was um out of the picture up north at a ranch. but they both uh you know were were accusing of me my sister who is much younger than I am, like 12 years, didn't know anything about it. And I just told her probably about uh, two years ago, and she was shocked, and she was so upset (laughs) at our our parents because – she said, if that would have been me, I, I can only imagine how you felt. And, and, of course, that brought on a lot of rage in me. And, and that's when I started getting into trouble, you know, and just going yeah. wild. Yeah. But um, eventually, it all, I came to terms with it all. and um, And then I realized why I was doing the acting out and why I was then I became a hellion on uh, uh, on my feet. <laughs> I was going to say hellion <laughs> on wheels, but no, I, yeah. I was pretty much walking around um, and and it was just the anger and then when it finally, it took me a long time. I mean, I did not uh, release a lot of the anger until I was in my 30s. Yeah, and I'm yeah. the same way.
2: It was the same for me and I'm gonna respond to this girl in the chat room again because um you know she's like no my my this has been years ago and and he's already passed on or or whatever, but you know the bottom line um if your if if your um, uh loved ones, your sisters or whomever don't want to believe you and they want to stay angry, you can't change that And trying mm-hmm. to change something that that is impossible for you to do is just going to keep you in a miserable place. You just need to go on with your life, stay in as a happy place as you can, and hope that someday that they'll understand. But, you know, you can't live your life waiting for that and miserable because
3: this is your life,
2: and yeah, you don't even
3: yeah. yeah. You don't have to have validation from other people. You know exactly what happened. You um you, you were brave enough to tell people what was going on and if they choose not to accept it within their own reality, you have to pretty much just put up your hands and let let it be because you're you're never a, a lot of times you never change the way a person is going to feel about a situation or know about it in, in, within their own knowing. That's up to them, what they do with it. And mm-hmm. um, and then that's also part of empowerment is knowing when to um, put up your hands and say, okay, I'm going to let it be what it is because you can't right. change it.
2: Right. And, and yeah. I agree with that. There's a million excuses or a million things that we can say to ourselves to talk ourselves out of happiness. And nobody's harder on us than we are. And so right. you have to get rid of that. You have to go forward in trying to find your happiness and letting go of the things that can't be changed. And, you know, you're never going to forget what happened. Don't get me wrong. No. You know, no. it's. But it doesn't mean that you can't move forward knowing that it was never you. It was what happened to you, which can't be changed, but you're you're giving up your power. And that's where we started this, right, Renee? We're, you're giving that's up right. your power in the moment, and you can't do that forever because you're just going to be a
3: victim forever.
2: And Right. You can't let it define forever? you. Yeah.
3: Mm-hmm. No, no defining of... Um, of who you are it happened to you it doesn't mean that's what you are it's just what happened to you and um, it doesn't make it right and and uh, no condoning or any of that at all Um, and then you know it gets to the part where you have to forgive the person like my father was a really bad alcoholic he was very abusive Everything was brutal. He was brutal to animals. He was brutal to me. He was brutal to my mother. And um, I had to watch that for, you know, quite a few years. So I was about nine, right around there. And we and she finally left him. But um, th- that brutality was kind of ingrained in me. And I can clearly remember a point in my life where I said, Oh, my God! I'm like my father and then I said, "Wait a minute here, I have a choice. I don't have to be like him just because he raised me, <laughs> even though um you know it's ingrained in us psychologically to be that way because you kind of are how you are raised, but at a point- and I remember that happened um early but and I had the realization, but I didn't do much with it it was like i said ah yeah that's true so the brutality that that he was to animals to people and and to others uh i didn't have to do that but i didn't fully act on it there were still times when it would i would act out on it but then i would start to catch myself and then that's when i Well, then after he died, and then a few years went by, um, and I started doing work with him from the other side, and he was around me so much, and I remember the night he died, he um, came into my bedroom, and I saw him standing there, and then I saw him shut the door, and he went across the hallway and kissed my mother on the cheek goodbye, and I was just, uh, that just, floored me for some reason I mean I, I, w- I just made no sense you know really I, with the way that he was and then um, just slowly I started working with him I would sit a chair and talk to him and I would tell him how much I hated him and I, I would scream and yell at him and, and I could literally see him just sitting there and and he would have tears in his eyes and he would tell me that he loved me and I would say, I don't care, I hate you. And, it, you know, it took a lot of years, but finally I, I let go of it and um, forgave him.
2: Yeah, and I think we have to, and even with the remarks going on here in the chat room, that, yes, of course you miss your sisters, but, again, you can't change the way that they feel. Um, all you can do is move forward. And you know, if, hope that they'll come around, and there could be a time that they will. And even if it's yes, years, it, even if it's years later, as we just both talked about, we were in our thirties, and before we could let go of these things, and so it took a long time. And understanding that that um, this was their family too, and so they're struggling with what you're telling them because they're seeing this person. And my sister and I had a similar kind of a thing for a while where, you know, it's like that never happened to her. And so she had a hard time understanding and believing until she asked him directly. And that's when she knew I was telling the truth. But, you know, they, they probably
3: can't ask directly because he's gone. And so right. it's going to take him a while to heal. It it is, and it's a process, and it's layer after layer. Still to this day, Mm -hmm. um, if I am somewhere, and I'll tell you, I was at a psychic fair, and uh, a friend had actually flown in from Massachusetts at the psychic fair, and – this man started getting really close to her, and he was aggressive. And I'm like, "What the heck is going on here?" And she's very um, quiet, timid, very small. And I, I just automatically, I got in between the two of them, and I told them, "Back off." I mean, mm-hmm. so the good that comes out of that is, is I am very strong, um, not only physically, <laughs> but I mean, yeah. I was going to <laughs> protect her and 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 he was being inappropriate and I said you need to back off right now and you need to move away from her and I got right in between them and that still happens today and that is still stemming from incidents as a young child dealing with this male doing all these things you know I just right. um and I think it's where um, we had so
2: much in common because I'm pretty outspoken I'm just like you if I saw somebody harming another person, I would be the one jumping in the middle. You know, I had to do that as a child anyway with my half-brother. He would fight all the time, and I was the one that had to go and stand between him and whomever he was fighting with. And so I grew up having to do that. So I, I don't have a lot of fear, and it's funny, because I've, I've never had my butt kicked yet. And so even though some of these people that I've stood between have been bigger than me, you know. But yeah. I I think it's um it, it, at times, and I, I think I told you this too, I felt like um, because of what happened, just like you were talking earlier, I wish they would do some type of research on um, gifts that go along with bad childhoods because okay. I always felt like I had angels on my shoulders. And to this day I still say that. Because with everything that people might perceive that was bad that happened to me, um, there was so many blessings, it could have been so so much worse than it actually was. And, you know, when I finally took the, the time to heal, I looked back, and I saw those blessings, but I also understand that I wouldn't be who I am now. I wouldn't be tough mm-hmm.
3: if it wasn't no.
2: for what I went through, just like you, Renee.
3: So true. When I was um, at the movie theater and a lady started choking, and um, as she was walking by me, and she started, uh, she couldn't breathe. She had her hands, the universal sign, you know, her hands on her neck, Mm -hmm. and I said, are you choking? And she said yes, and I hopped over the railing in the middle of a movie, did the Heimlich, she passed out, and I drug her out of the theater into the main lobby. Oh my God! I would have never done that if I wasn't feeling so i empowered by empowered. everything that I had empowered. been through, and mm-hmm. I was you know i mean I knew how to take care of that I was going to take care of her i didn't care and and so that's the interesting point of it all is mm-hmm. that um even though it was terrible, something so wonderful and beautiful came out of it and it's a strength it is just the strength and it comes over me it just totally in in embodies me and and i go you know and and it's happened many times and uh, it's a gift. I think it's just a gift. I think everybody has the ability to do that. Everybody ca- has the ability to care for others. But I almost feel like it's the soul that comes in and takes over and says, you need to take care of that. You can help them. And and I do, and then that's the gift. It's right changing someone's life. And so that's right. why this is so important to me. Um, like mentoring even, is taking people, uh, a lot of young mediums that um, maybe have a past where things weren't so wonderful, and then guiding them through that in learning to feel their own spiritual empowerment. But first you have to start with just empowerment. And um, then they go on from that, and then they do their good works, whatever it is, that they wanna do. But part of this also is is that if you are not feeling empowered, you have no right reading or doing any kind of reading work for anybody if you're not feeling I, empowered. So I completely agree that, with that. Yeah. That's part of that energy that you bring forward. It is such an inner power whereas before it was an external power and um, I just really appreciate that. I just, I'm so thankful I found it. I mean, I, I really honestly don't know what the heck I would be doing if I hadn't have found it. <laughs> yeah. and,
2: and I agree. It's like there's so much good that came out of what could be perceived as bad. And, um, and I, I feel the same way, but I agree that, you have to empower yourself, and with the people even in the chat room or people that are just listening on the phone today, which we have a lot of those, too. My husband's in there working his hiney off. But, <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, it's um, it's learning that you can't change the things that you can't change, and you will have to either stay in the place that you are or learn to somehow um, no, I don't even want to use the word accept, but somehow cope with it and just move on to become the person that you're supposed to be. Which, mm-hmm. and the only way that you can do that is by empowering yourself to understand that you are um, you. You are the person that you are, not the things that have happened to you.
3: Right, and, you know. Oh. Yeah. Such a, and you can't. There, there's things you can change. It, it, you have power to change. The only power you have to change that you can use is on yourself. You do not have power to change someone else. You no. can bring it to them. You can lay it there. I'll lay it all out. And if they decide to take it, then fine. It's just like with my friend. I, I immediately just wanted to drive there and say, okay, get in the car. You know, uh, pack your stuff. That's it. You're out of here. And I'm like, no, Mm -hmm. you can't. I can't do that. That has to be her decision. That she is at the right place to make the decision, so that she can feel her own power. Because I, I, in essence, I'm almost taking that decision away from her. So Mm -hmm. I, and that's a lesson also in its own, is to let people make their own decisions. You can help right. them by giving them options but it's up to them. They have to make that choice. Right. And um that's tough, you know. Like I it said, is. I was it ready is. to go and I'm like, Whoa, wait a minute. Yeah. <laughs> you can't do that, Renee. You can't rescue the, everyone. You have to let her make up her own mind. Yeah, that's and a you know
2: it is a really big a really big one and again it's about it's almost 100% about um, empowering yourself. And then, as you said, next would come your spiritual empowerment. But, mm-hmm. And I think I went through all of those phases, but my sister just made a statement in the chat room that I want to bring um, up because, again, whenever anything happens to one person, you know, in other words, um, somebody was um, – Raped or molested or they're in a bad um, relationship with their significant other or whatever, Um, I'm going to repeat again that that affects everyone around them. Whether that person realizes it or not, it affects everybody around them. It's no different than if you walk into the store and the clerk is cranky and you were fine when you went in, but she's so cranky that when you walk out, you're cranky. (laughs) <laughs> and you know, it's like all of these things. And she made a good point. It's like what I had said earlier that um the people that are affected have their own emotions to cope with because of what happened to you or is happening right. to you.
3: Like and, um, you know Cheryl she, said, you know, yeah. um, your sis may not want to admit because they didn't know and couldn't protect you. That's huge. That's true mm-hmm. too. Um, yeah. yeah uh, because when I, when my dad was alive and I confronted him cause I told his new wife, she asked me why, why did your mother and father get a divorce? And I said, Oh, well, I said, he liked to pound on her a lot and call her names and, he would get he was just horrible and i told her all these things and then my father confronted me and said why did you tell her all that and i said cuz it was the truth that's why and he yeah. turned and he looked at me and he just put his head down and i could feel that he felt bad that he wasn't a different type of person and he said he said, "I I I get that," and I said, "Yeah, I'm glad you do. I mean, I could care less if you get it or not, but <laughs> <laughs> and
2: I do yeah. I do get that because yeah, it doesn't. You're kind of like me. It's like once you've been there, it's like you don't put up with much anymore, and you're not no. afraid. No, nope, fear I'm not is afraid. not. Mm-hmm. Yeah, once you do that empowerment thing, the fear just kind of falls right off, and and so." You can stand up to the people that you never thought you would be able to stand up to. <laughs> and and you I can remember just say what's on your mind.
3: I was shaking. We were in a car and I was shaking so hard, Cindy, that my teeth were chattering. They were and my lips were stuck up on my gums and I was so but it was just something took me over, and it just—I was about. It was right before he died, and I just let him have it, you know. I said, "Cause that's the truth," and it was so liberating. I mean, I'm glad I actually had that moment because I think back on that a lot, you know. And um, and and I have compassion for him now, and I and I can see the expression on his face, and I go, yeah. He was thinking, "Oh boy, have I really screwed up, or what? You know, wow, here it comes mm-hmm. where my my daughter is doing this." Well, yeah, <laughs> but um, <laughs> and that's how. I mean, I'm very um, kind to people. I love people. I, I I I really do. I have a very. I, I feel connected to everyone, but yeah. I do have a line, and it is: don't take advantage of other people. Don't mistreat them and be respectful and loving and When I see someone who isn't doing that it i I have to really talk to myself sometimes, or I can just you know go from zero to a hundred and mm-hmm. um and let that let it be what it is and stay out of it so I've learned to detach <clears throat> a lot more. But there still are situations that come up, and usually it has to do with uh, men and women. Uh, like if I see something happening, I get, you know, like now mm-hmm. I'll say to my husband, does that look right to you? Is there something going on there? And he's like, it's okay, it's okay. And I'm are you sure it's okay? <laughs> you know, I'll run it past him. And um, mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah. Yeah. It's still there, and they're It'll triggers. I there. think we will always yeah. have triggers that
2: that mm-hmm. we even have to look at. And I think it's cool that you ask your husband because I would ask mine too. <laughs> and so, but there are triggers <laughs> that we um, that we're going to probably live with for the rest of our life. But we have to yeah check ourselves on those triggers, and right. and just like how you explained. But um, yeah, I. I wished I could help Ken out a little bit more here because it was a man that just said in the chat room that what if um, there are no options, and and I'm not sure exactly what that means. I actually um, wished I could get more out of that conversation, but he didn't write more than I saw. But I think there's always an option, whether you're, no matter what kind of a relationship it is, Um, you have options of getting away. Um, It's just a matter of building up your own strength and just doing it. And like you said, Renee, you don't need anything to do that. You can rebuild. Do you want to Mm -hmm. stay where you are and be miserable or or have the possibility of rebuilding happy? You'll have help. Yeah. Yeah, there's help.
3: help. Whenever you're ready, whenever that person is ready, to make the change, and they wholeheartedly are ready to do it, there will be someone, an organization, a hotline, something to reach out to. And it's, it's always, there's something there, always. And um, it may not even be family. It may have to be something separate from family, and and that's okay, but it is there, and it's how you look at it it's how you perceive it and i know it's hard at the time when it's happening because you really your perception is a little askew at the time um because you're feeling so low you're so down on yourself about everything and um you're miserable and you're just in a big pile of poo you know and that's how mm-hmm. you feel and yeah. So it's hard to see that there are options, but honestly, in this day and age, there are tons of options and uh, counseling and and I I know a lot of this because um, my son is a drug addict and it, and in some of those situations it's kind of the same thing. It has to be his idea to get help. You know, I could lay out uh, different options for him but he has to be the one that's going to reach out to it and do the work so it's in many forms and then um yeah now she brings or who is six cats i don't i think that's a woman but it says but don't we look for the same kind of people hurt or molested us when we became adults i think that that can um uh, be an issue that's why counseling would be so important. Mhm, you know, and I, I agree con- with that, yeah, so oh, she just can- had it today oh, good for you, Wow, oh, look but at that she, I think she that's canceled amazing. because of her
2: panic attacks, so oh. now you're gonna to have to control your panic attack and because you're gonna keep having them, and you have the strength because look what you've already been through, you have the strength. To control those panic attacks and make it, um, actually, I just did a show with Pat Longo, and we talked about anxiety and panic and that sort of thing on that show, which is what
3: she deals with. but I know you can do it Six and path, you know, know a lot of that it. a lot of that anxiety too, and panic attacks are from people who are very sensitive and are impasse and um, sometimes. Um, some of those um, like Pat Longo can help with that to release some of that or have you learn to release some of that that's in your energy because what happens spiritually to someone that has gone through that like for me I had created these thought forms around me from fear emotional trauma and um, and I unfortunately I, <laughs> I had the ability to see them. So not only was I suffering from the trauma, I created thought forms around me that I could see. So then I thought uh, the devil was after me, and was trying to uh, punish me with these demons. Um, around me that looked horrible uh, all the time that I would see and it just made me go further in and further in and further in Mm
1: -hmm. because
3: I thought I was being punished and then I realized and it wasn't instant nothing is instant it took time for me to realize that those thought forms were created by me and as I did the work and and came to, to my own power Uh, you know, personal and then spiritual, they disappeared because I started dealing with what I had created by fear, anger, and emotional trauma. So sometimes, not all the time, we can create this within our energy and then maybe you could feel that energy that is there and, and it makes you panic. And maybe you don't see it, maybe you feel it. It's like all of a sudden a rush of emotion. And then you and I've had panic attacks, you know, where you can't breathe and uh the breathing starts going faster, faster, faster. And I mean I have literally passed out from them. Mm-hmm. So um it it is a, a spiritual thing that it can be in your energy and, and also I am a firm believer that a lot of people uh, that maybe haven't had trauma, I'm just talking about a normal person, um, can have, uh, if they're empathic, can have panic attacks and um, depression from other people's feelings also. So, And I know Pat right. Longo does a lot of work with that, and that is fantastic work that she's doing.
2: Yeah, yeah,
3: and mm-hmm. she does, and and she can help if you...
2: Um, go over, you know, if you aren't friends with Pat Longo, Kath uh, Go over and friend her on Facebook She also has YouTubes And different things for free That you can just go listen to But it's taking your power back And, and learning not to turn that over um, in In the sense of being the victim Because being the victim is what makes you miserable It's the fear And so learning to um, love yourself and give your be your own best friend. <laughs> and and yeah, yeah I can yeah. Uh, I will actually put Pat Longo's um uh website on my uh radio show wall for you, Kath. If you wanna go keeping it real with Cindy Radio on Facebook, I'll put that on there for you so you can uh go click on it and just yeah, it's it's Pat Longo, L O N G O, you've got it correct. Um, and you know what? I can't believe our time's almost up, but you guys have heard her, and um, I'm going to tell you now, we have 23 people in the drawing for the two readings that um, that Renee has generously offered up. They're 30-minute readings, and um, as she said, you can go to her website. I'll let her talk about that a little bit more, but... Um, her website hubby's been putting it up i'm going to put it back up again and i will say it out loud for those that are not in the chat room it's um psychic medium, renee and um and tell them
3: what to do again renee um when you go to my website there'll be a pop-up that says um want a reading or schedule a reading hit the schedule button it will take you to the, day, uh, the service, and just go down the list, and it says free, uh, winners uh, for keeping it real with Cindy. I think it's a, got a little purple icon there in the list of services. And then click on that, and then pick, it will take you to a calendar. You pick your date. Then it will take you to the time. Pick that, and it says free so you don't have to pay, and you can schedule that way. Uh, what works cool. best for you. Oh, cool. It just makes and it so much easier. And it will schedule in your time zone, so don't worry about time zones because I mess time zones up and dates. and I was having such a horrible time scheduling. I just I couldn't do it. And then um, I have a helper now and then, and, and it was just too much to do that, so I thought I'm going to get this scheduler Uh, App And it works great, and it does it in your time zone. So if you're in New York, it's going to schedule it for your time. And then when it shows it to me, it's in my time. (laughs) Oh, it's so easy. (laughs) (laughs) I love
2: it. And, again, that mm -hmm. will be posted on both um, Keeping It Real with Cindy Radio on Facebook and also the names will be posted on Renee's Wall on Facebook. So you can go to either place. I will post them both. And thank you, Renee. This was awesome. I could talk oh, to you like Oh, thank you. It
3: and I'm flew so by. sorry I had to, I had to cancel before, but I got darn sick, you know. And I know. I'm feeling really and good and I'm so glad we hooked up and got everything, you know, taken care of. I think that's just a blast. I'm so excited for who won.
2: I know me too. It's like how awesome is this guy's that she gave these away. I just am blown oh. myself. <laughs>
3: You're so welcome. Um, it's so
2: much fun to do. I love it. So it's yeah. great. Well, and I'm going to have to have you back sometime in the future because we're having fun, and we have so many more
3: topics we could talk about. I know. <laughs> that's true, too.
2: <laughs> I
3: know. <laughs> anyway, thanks, thanks Thanks again for being here, Renee. You're welcome. Thank you for having me, Cindy, and thank you, everybody, for being here. And you lucky winners, you. Good night. Yep. Thank Good night. All righty. Bye. And
2: um, I wanted to Just let you guys know That um, next week I might have a surprise guest um, I have Melissa coming into town um, But I I might have a surprise guest Last minute and I'll post it on Keeping it real with Cindy um, I have Marie Tarot coming on On the 16th And I'm doing four shows For some angel moms They're mothers that have lost their children and so i'm going to have mediums giving readings on uh, the 23rd the 30th and the 6th and then pat longo is coming back on for a healing show for those mothers um on the 13th and i'm so glad you guys came i hope this subject wasn't too touchy for all of you and um You know, I'm going to say it like I do every single week, which is I appreciate you more than you know. Without you, I wouldn't have a show. And I guess now I'm going to call it a night, and I'm going to play a Key West local musician song. Um, I have a bunch of their songs since I live in Key West. They've allowed me to play them. So there's a local musician by the name of Tony Roberts, and his song is called, one of his songs is called, Let the haters hate, and it's not what you think. And so it's uplifting. Anyway, have a great night, guys. Thanks again. I will be posting those names shortly, so watch my Keeping It Real with Cindy and Renee's Wall. Have a great night. Bye-bye.
4: 5,000 miles from mountains and valleys The southernmost town to the north part of Cali I've been chasing the sun with a little tequila Searching for stars and kind of me uh, Yeah, yeah, come on now Wake up, man, now it's time to go Got to go home Sun's coming up You got yourself A brand new day Just keep on dreaming But open your eyes There's a great big world Full of surprises You might be lost But at least You're on your way Just keep that smile Yeah, but you don't got to go home. Sun's coming up You got yourself a brand new day yeah, yeah. Just keep on dreaming But open your eyes There's a great big world Full of surprises You might be lost
0: First fish, Father's Day, the day to say thanks to the most important guy in the world. This year, get him what he really wants at Cabela's Father's Day sale. Join us for our Power Sports open house on June 17th and 18th. Save 20% on select brand name knives and tools and earn $25 in Cabela's bucks when you spend $150 or more in store. Come to Cabela's Father's Day sale in store and online at Cabela's.com. This is your first fish. I got one. Father's Day, the day to say thanks to the most important guy in the world. This year, get him what he really wants at Cabela's Father's Day Sale. Join us for our Power Sports Open House on June 17th and 18th. Save 20% on select brand-name knives and tools. And earn $25 in Cabela's bucks when you spend $150 or more in-store.
4: Come to Cabela's Father's Day Sale in-store and online at cabelas.com.